0: Everybody that loves the Lord say amen Amen. I want to thank the Lord I believe we ought to give honor where honor is due And I want to thank God for Brother Wayne Cofield And his wife and his family And the price they've paid And uh, the folks that have been in here with them And we're thankful for it Uh, My testimony with Whitfield Badness is kind of like this uh, I was born in Dalton, and then Daddy, with Brother Clay McNeese. <clears throat> if you're in Tunnel Hill, it's Junior. If you're over here at Whitfield, it's Brother Clay. Brother Cofield's the only one who's ever called him by his proper name, and I think that's why he loves him so much, see? <clears throat> but uh, I was born in Dalton, but my dad left when I was three, and he heard the Macedonia call. And went to Idaho for $20 a week. He quit combustion engineer in Chattanooga. And mom quit the bank in Chattanooga. And daddy entered into the ministry. And when he left out, he probably got us in. All six of us making these kids in full-time ministry. And so we were in between churches for one year. Dad had left Missouri and was not yet in Tennessee. And we needed a church. And I'm going to tell you the kind of testimony that Brother Cofield and Whitfield Baptist had, is my father found a like-minded man. That was where y'all was supposed to say amen or something. I got to hold up the cue card, Brother Cofield. Daryl, you know better. I'll expect more in the next, you get a second chance here in a minute. Me and Daryl and Tony, I love to talk about Tony. I remind him, uh, part of my ministry is keeping Tony humble. And it's a very difficult duty that God's called me to. But I remind him when he was running around here, (laughs) yes, sir, that was a great blessing. And uh, I didn't know if he was backslid or if he was called to be a Samson, you know. So I think it's a mixture of both, like a backslid Sam. No, no, I'm teasing. We had some great days. And who was the youth pastor? I think his first name was Danny. Yeah, I was going to say that next. And, uh, yeah, yeah, was the only person that ever came to visit me. I was a PK. And we were living over here in Tunnel Hill, and the youth pastor came over to see me. And whoever visits a preacher's kid, you know? But he come to see me. I was playing basketball. I'd put a bicycle tire rim up on the back of somebody's wooden shed and uh, hung it at eight foot so I could dunk it. Had the old red, white, and blue ABA basketball. Artist Gilmore. Oh yes, Moses Malone. Talk to me. Everybody from the seventies, help me now. And uh, but it was during that year that the Lord put us here. And I thought that spoke volumes out of all the churches that my father knew and all the men that my daddy knew that he chose Wayne Cofield and the Lord chose Wayne Cofield. And Whitfield Baptist became a part of our life. <clears throat> and I remember Whitfield Baptist coming over to Tennessee when we finally got there and putting a roof. I remember the men and Brother Cofield being on that roof. The year that we were in between and that I we were here, uh, I knew God had saved me. And I guess they baptized me way back yonder when I was a kid, but I didn't know nothing about it. didn't mean nothing to me. And, uh, and the Holy Ghost. Now, my Uncle Johnny is a deacon and a song leader here for so many years. And Carol. I don't know if you baptized me and Aunt Carol in the same service. And she had had them Pentecostal roots and God brought her out. And Brother Kofi. And when she is getting baptized, I'm filling my first happy bubble right here. Uh, Glory. Daryl, shout. Some of you shout. All right, thank you. And and I remember when they was talking about that, the Holy Ghost dealt with me. You need to get baptized. Daddy said, I think I baptized you. I said, I don't care. I didn't say it quite like that. You could get a whipping in the 70s. (laughs) (laughs) Ah! And and I walked forward, surprised everybody, my parents and everybody. I told Brother Cofield. I was 13, and my legs had grown up, but that was it. I had had the legs of an NBA star and uh, the torso of a seven-year-old boy. (laughs) And my head, I was born with my head full grown. It was bigger at birth than it is now. It was so I was in adolescence and I walked up here, I was 13, my legs were like, <laughs> a little seven year old torso and a large bobblehead. And I had big brown plastic glasses because mama picked them out. And uh <laughs> It'd go dark and then back to normal and dark. And back. It was really great. Stick my head out the window back in, out the window back in. Cool, not cool. Cool, not cool. Sunglasses, nerd glasses. Sunglasses, nerd glasses. <laughs> I walked down and back in those days, though, we sat back here. And me and Daryl and Tony and Jason Cofield was a little boy. And uh, we was always trying to get him in trouble. He was smarter than us even back then and he just, we would get in trouble trying to get him in trouble. Backfired every time. But uh, we'd all sit back here and I walked down there and told Brother Cofield, I need to be baptized. And I felt like God filled me with the Holy Ghost again uh, when I done that. And so thank the Lord for it. It's good to see Brother John and Brother Lamar some of these. that I remember even Okay, I was 13, I'm 49, that was 36 years ago. The 36 years ago, and I remember some of these saints and and bus workers. Well, days up, Brother John. The judgment seat of Christ is where you'll be getting those crowns. (laughs) Amen. And uh, if a little old fellow like me hadn't forgot what you'd done, you know the Lord hadn't forgotten. The judgment seat of Christ. Your great evangelists, great missionaries—they—they may have stepped aside. Men like Brother John, (laughs) down here, faithful is what he's after. Faithful. It's good to have my family. Jennifer, would you stand? And Chloe and Kendall, stand. And my boy, stand up. Preston, he's over here with some of his Friday class friends. And thank you. God's blessed us. God's blessed us. And. uh, that was 36 years ago that Brother Cofield baptized me. And uh, so the church was five years old. That's the number of grace. I got in on grace. <laughs> or maybe I brought grace that year. I don't know. You know, I don't know which way we go with that. We'll go either way. I know which way I'm going. Y'all go any way you want to do it. <laughs> All right. That and the Lord been good to us. I'm going to stop at a quarter till. I asked, uh, I've been calling Jason Becker. I call him Dr. Schofield. I've <laughs> been calling him that his whole life. I remember when he went to school down to Rome, and it was funny. He had a little Tony thing going then, too. <laughs> we'll leave him alone. God hadn't called me to humble him, just Tony. See, I've been around a long time. They told me that he is teaching on. Baptist distinctives in uh, your Sunday school at this time. And I thought, how appropriate, since we're celebrating this anniversary, and, and I was baptized in this place. and So I thought we'd talk about baptism a little bit. Thought Talk about baptism. And what I'm going to do is ramble, meander, study, talk out loud, think out loud some and run any rabbit down that I feel like in the next 25 minutes. I went to Bob Gray's Bible College in Florida. And, uh, but I was 19 when they did hermeneutics. I didn't really give a rip. And then homiletics. I thought that guy was a liberal, so I was against everything he said. Turned out I was right. And so, anyhow... We paid for it, but didn't get nothing out of it. Hermeneutics, <laughs> homiletics So that's the deal. We're going to jump in the deep end splash around and look at the scriptures. And I thought I'd talk about baptism. Now, if the Lord lets me get back to it, I'm, on, I'm going to show you, since we're talking about Baptist distinctive, and that would have something to do with baptism, <laughs> you think. <laughs> so the first family filled with the Holy Ghost is in Luke chapter 1. And I didn't mean for y'all to turn there, but you can if you want to. <laughs> and and, and, the, and the first person ever filled with the Holy Ghost was a Baptist. Baptist distinctives. That's the Sunday school thing. John the Baptist filled with the Holy Ghost in his mother's womb all right, you know we got to stop and comment on how horrific when they stood up and cheered last week in the state of New York. They stood up and cheered that they'd be allowed to kill a baby right the moment before it's born. And then Virginia tried to follow up next and the governor talking about killing the baby after it's delivered. And so you know we've got to comment on that this morning. John the Baptist leaped in his mother's womb. And uh, I think Baptists have forgot our heritage. Baptists leaped for joy. Wow. Right there. Don't make me take fight. do Don't make me take... Don't let me run that rabbit right there. First family filled with the Holy Ghost was a Baptist family. My, my. Now I want to look at baptism just for a moment. We got three... Acts chapter one. And then we'll go to... Uh, Then we'll put a finger in 1 Corinthians 10. And then we'll end up in 1 Peter 3. So this is Sunday school. We're going to tear the little pages sticking together off of our Bibles. Remote controls wore out where your thumb goes. And then the pages of your Bible sticking together. That's why nobody's leaping for joy anymore. That joy comes out of the Word of God. Comes out of heart of God all right we got three baptisms where water never touched them Acts chapter 1 and verse 5 and he said John truly baptized with water but ye should be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence hmm isn't that interesting all right and then chapter 2 flip your page over and the day of Pentecost fully come, one accord, one place came and sound from heaven, rushing mighty wind, filled all the house where they were sitting, and there appeared in them clothes like that, and they were all filled. Well, there it goes. What about that? Why how was that a baptism? You got a lot of semantics when it comes to baptism. Let me say baptism is something the devil really likes to monkey with. Big time. Roman Catholics, I was standing in the Vatican. A, uh, about seven days ago at our most recent trip to Albania. You can look us up. we got a little website. we got about 14, 15 missionaries. We're trying to do a work in Eastern Europe and Albania and, uh, and in Uganda. but anyhow world harvest Baptist missions, take a look and pray for us, but I always like to carry the preachers through uh, the Vatican. go over there and see, one of Hell's headquarters. Know why we're mad about stuff. <laughs> we independent fundamental. Been mad about a lot of things. We need to know why we're mad about it. Help me right there. And infant baptism. With all of the Latino community. Is that politically correct? In Dalton. Somebody needs to understand how bad Roman Catholicism is. And how dangerous it is. And how deceptive it is. And how devilish it is. And they're baptizing them babies. Well, you can get baptism mixed up mixed up real quick. Ain't nothing to turn your blood cold quicker than a church of Christ. Well, they got an occultic spirit. They have a violent spirit. They have one of the strongest evil spirits of any outfit you'll run into. The church of Christ. And they'll deceive you. In our area, you turn on early morning television on Sunday, and boy, them rascals, you can't figure out who they are for the whole 30 minutes. They ain't running no advertisement. There's no name flashing. There ain't nothing on there. Ain't is in the dictionary now. (laughs) Somebody caved. Somebody was like, okay, just put it in the dictionary. That's exactly right and at the very end when Church of Christ go off in Dalton, Chattanooga, your Sunday morning program the, for 10 seconds a little thing flashing there. It's about to you by the Church of Christ. Woo, they know they, they know they better hide that poison. Y'all ain't helping me. And Even the Baptist briders get carried away with baptism. And uh, I like what Paul said in 1 Corinthians 1. I'm going to need a little back. I know it's Sunday school but Baptists leap for joy even in Sunday school. I need a little backup right here. Paul, the apostle to the Gentile, the church preacher. The church preacher. 1 Corinthians 1 For Christ sent me not to baptize. Well, boy, that knocks the Roman Catholic Church of Christ, Baptist briders, everybody else that messes up baptism. That knocks them in the head. Let you sit there and be uneasy for a moment. Because we do believe in water baptism. We believe it's an ordinance of the church. We believe that baptism and the Lord's Supper is an ordinance of the church. Lord's Supper shows us that Christ is in us. And water baptism shows that we're in Christ. Baptism is you getting in this. And then the Lord's Supper is this getting in you. Amen foot washing is not in there it's in the gospels but it's not an ordinance because paul never mentioned it in his church epistles and uh that's why we don't observe foot washing unless you're on west georgia close to alabama (laughs) then you might observe it whether you want to or not but uh i got news for you (laughs) you get far enough up in the mountains you'll observe several things (laughs) You don't believe, but you better believe it in that moment, honey, if you want to get out of town intact. <laughs> I'll go along with anything until I get the love offering. <laughs> then, if there's more love than offering, I go back and tell them what I really think about everything. You sorry outfit and tell you. But if it's a big enough offering, I'll say, God bless y'all. We'll, we'll ponder these things. <laughs> No, not really, but really. All right. So now Paul in 1 Corinthians 1, we're talking about Baptist distinctives, and he said Christ sent me not to baptize. And that right there, the Lord knew what it would take to knock people in the head. We'll make a God out of anything except Jesus. Isn't that goofy? We'll make a God out of anything except Jesus. That old wicked human heart. But Paul in the same breath uh, legitimized, is that the word about validated in the same breath, he said, I baptized some of you. It's in 1 Corinthians 1. Now, obviously, I can't prove this, but I think everybody will believe it. Obviously, Paul wrote 1 Corinthians on a Monday. <laughs> Ephesians was written like on a Saturday when he was praying for the next day, you know. Philippians was written in the middle of a revival, no doubt. First Corinthians, it was a Monday. Sorry outfit, I hope I don't show up soon. I'm going to church all of you. (laughs) Help me now. Oh, you know it was a Monday. He wrote First Corinthians. I thank God that I baptized none of you. And then he remembered that he did. Except Gaius and Crispus and and then he remembered some and the household of but anyway except for them <laughs> he, he it was a monday he said christ sent me not to baptize but in the same breath he said i baptize some of you and that just shows us that water baptism is not the substance it's the symbol now I'm going to show you three things and i believe you should I, and I was water baptized in this building by this man. It explains a lot. <laughs> now, there's three baptisms that you got. Are y'all in Acts 1? There's a baptism with the Holy Ghost. Uh, I, I, I'd like to come back and deal with that for about an hour. And then you get over there in 1 Corinthians 10. This is interesting. You know the Red Sea crossing. It's called a baptism. I mean the Old Testament, I'm, I'm going to need a good amen right here. The Old Testament is filled with pictures, symbols, shadows, types, indicators, reflections, right? All right, now there's some Old Testament baptisms. Look in chapter 10, I'm in 1 Corinthians 10. He said, I would not that ye should be ignorant. <laughs> this was a Monday morning. You ignorant outfit. How <laughs> that all our fathers <laughs> were under the under the cloud and all passed through the sea. Verse 2. Whoop! Look at verse 2. And we're all baptized under Moses. I love this next line. Brother Cofield, I have only noticed this in the past year. Only in the past year it's got big too. They're baptized in the cloud. Mm. And in the sea, Whew. it'd take a week's revival to preach that out properly. I'm not hinting or giving a clue or anything. That wasn't enough. That wasn't. The, I mean, uh, you, you know. But yeah. You know, but, but they were baptized in the cloud. Hmm. Mm. All right, moving on, cause that's a week's revival. And we're baptized. Okay, so the Red Sea crossing is a baptism. And water never touched them. All the water on either side. All right, you got a baptism over there in Acts 1, water never touched them. You got a baptism, a Red Sea, water never touched them. Go to 1 Peter 3. Hurry up. Brother Darrell, you can't use the little dent things in your Bible. You're supposed to know where it is. You're supposed to know where it is. That was never fair in Bible drill, was it? The kids with the little dented things. It shows you where the... But there's a name for them. I went to Bible college. Schofield, you ain't helping me. Watch this, 1 Peter 3. Do you know Noah's flood was called a baptism? It's called a baptism. And water never touched him. First Peter 3, verse 20. Which sometime were disobedient when once the long suffering of God waited in the days of Noah... While the ark was a preparing, wherein few, that is, eight souls were saved by water. Hey, by the way, I know where Noah's ark is. It's in Kentucky, next to Cincinnati. I want—I saw it. I saw it. I touched it. All right. Everybody's been saying Turkey. It just misunderstood. The old boy had a mouthful of bread. Turkey. <laughs> They've met, all these years. It's been in Kentucky. They thought it was in Turkey. All right. Verse twenty. You said, not tell folks something with a biscuit in your mouth. And then come turkey. While the ark was preparing, eight souls were saved by water. In verse 21, the like figure, whereunto even baptism doth also now save us. And he's going to put some parentheses in here, some parentheses to tell you. To t- homeschool. So, uh, he's putting some parentheses here to tell you. Not the water baptism that washed you. That's what he's saying right there. Where into baptism doth also now save us. You reckon he must have been talking about Romans 6 baptism. And 1 Corinthians 12 baptism. Where the Holy Spirit dunks you into Christ. So now, not the putting away. I'm in 1 Peter 3, 21. Not the putting away of the filth of the flesh. But the answer of a good conscience toward God. In other words, we're talking about baptism. We're talking about a spiritual baptism that purged you. He said, we're not talking about your flesh getting clean. So baptism. Now, isn't that interesting? We got three baptisms mentioned right here in the New Testament and water never touched them. And Brother Cofield, my burden for especially my generation of Baptists is that don't even have much of a spiritual clue as to what even baptism is that's why they don't know what Baptist is and that's why look up here just for a second and I'm preaching to the choir I know it you're in an independent fundamental Baptist Bible believing church in the Sunday school hour so the people that need this lecture for the next 30 seconds are not here who' <laughs> tell them a thing or two, even though they're not here. But you tell them when you see them. Hey, that feller Sunday was telling you. And repeat it best you can and pepper it up. You can get a little more salty down there at Walmart. Tell them whatever you need to tell them. Amen. Help me now. That's why we got a whole outfit that's gone contemporary. That's gone to these mega churches. The view, the rock, the bridge, The loft, the gathering. Daryl, me and you may get together again and go back into our old high school days. Get a can of spray paint, and one night at midnight, vandalize all these contemporary churches. Jason, you're not live streaming, are you? Oh, Lord, you told me normally you don't live stream. That cat's out of the back. I'm going to get a can of spray paint and set the loft. I'm going to put like the barn loft. I'm going to add to it. The point. Yeah, the point. We're the wicked witch of the West. I've I, I just got a lot of ideas how to rename. We're going to vandalize them one night at midnight. And they're all going to come next Sunday. <laughs> yeah, little effeminate bunts. They'll be offended. Ooh, ooh. It's a snowflake, effeminate outfit. That's why we're losing so many to the contemporary churches because they don't understand these men that are willing to drop Baptist off the sign because they don't know what a Baptist is because they probably never had a real baptism. There's two baptisms, just so you won't be confused. The Holy Spirit will baptize you into Christ. Go back to 1 Corinthians 10 and we'll look at chapter 12. Chapter 12. It's very simply put, the Holy Spirit baptizes you into Christ. That's when you get saved. And then Jesus will baptize you with the Holy Ghost. The Pentecostals have robbed us of that. The 1900s, seen the rise of the false revival and there's so much charismatic confusion and Pentecostal terminology that that uh, we've been robbed of much of the doctrine of the Holy Ghost in the hour that we live. Been robbed of it. That's why Baptists quit leaping for joy. They don't have any. It's the first fruit of the Spirit. you got to be filled with the Spirit to have the fruit of the Spirit. Leap for joy. We don't, we don't rejoice. Rejoice if you're from the city. Shout if you're from Tunnel Hill. Help me right there. Amen. Mama's from Ringgold. Daddy's from Tunnel Hill. I was born in Dalton, and I was baptized in Dalton. That explains a lot. That explains a lot. Oh my! Y'all back in Corinthians twelve? I got six minutes, and and I haven't even got to Luke one. I guess we got a two o'clock service, don't we? Two thirty. Two thirty. I'm kind of excited that we're gonna eat from twelve thirty to two thirty. This is good. <laughs> That's a good plan in Schofield. We raised that boy right, didn't we, back there? He's a good administrator. Hour for Sunday school, hour for church, two hours for lunch. Hey, <laughs> they got mad at Jesus for feasting, got mad at John for fasting, so we really don't care what anybody thinks. All right, 1 Corinthians 12. Let's get this last verse in here. Verse 13, for by one spirit are we all baptized into one body. Somebody ought to just thank God. Thank God for the day you got saved. That's what happened. By the way, this is why we're not Baptist briders. We don't go too far with that. Because my sister and Chris Hanks are out in Colorado. I've been out west a lot. And by the way, Brother Cofield's picture at the back of the church there in Grand Junction, Colorado, and a lot of his things are back there because uh, Brother Chris Hanks and my sister Alicia, they claim him as pastor. Isn't that good? Amen. Twenty years ago, nearly. Brother Hank come up here and God made him as pastor. Amen. It's Cofields and Mac nieces. Mar- it's a good thing we never intermarried because that'd be too much. What <laughs> would oh, that be? Mac? Matt Cofields. Co-nieces, co-nieces. What do you think? We need to keep all of our children separated, our grandchildren. At least, you know, it could be dangerous. Yes, sir. But I go out west a lot, and on the other side of the Mississippi, they're e'ed up with Baptist briders coming out of Springfield, Missouri. And I personally have a theory that have finally developed over the years of going out west. I went out to Seattle, Washington, and drove two hours north. I was nearly in Canada and or the ocean. <laughs> I said there wasn't nowhere else to go. It was bad, and I'd drown before I'd French. You hear me right there, that's exactly. Thank God for fries, and, and well, that's the only good thing they've ever gave us. French fries, French toast, and Napoleon was the last Frenchman that wanted to whoop anybody. Son, they need a revival over there. You know it. Well, Go out there and them Baptist briders are just eat up with it It dawned on me the west never had Holy Ghost revival The east coast was founded on God The west coast is founded on gold That's why your wickedness And your flesh nakedness industry And all them things Come out of California And, uh, and It dawned on me finally 20 years of dealing with them Baptist briders I told a bunch of them Three of them enjoyed it. Seventeen of them unscheduled me. <laughs> and uh, I've preached myself right out of many circles. <laughs> Just being a square will get you out of a circle. I said, the reason you boys overemphasize water baptism, you ain't never had a Holy Ghost baptism. and You're stuck on the symbol because you never had the substance. And I'm afraid a lot of us Baptists in the South are stuck on symbols because we've never had the substance. Watch this. I got two minutes. I could always rewind that like five minutes. <laughs> then I would have seven. For by one spirit are we all baptized into one body. And right there in your, in your fundamental Bible causes, they'll stop because they don't understand that last phrase. And have been all made to drink in the one spirit. Have all been made to drink in the one spirit. My, my. This would explain Acts 2. The place was filled and then they were filled. (laughs) What are you talking about? Okay, now I finally got to the lesson and it's time to quit. (laughs) What do you think, Brother Darrell? Well, Spirit of God to baptize you into Christ that's getting saved and then Jesus will baptize you with the Holy Ghost Charismatics has got that so messed up it don't involve speaking in tongues it don't involve becoming a woman preacher it don't involve dropping Baptists and starting a mega church it just simply means he fills you he fills you and how would you get filled unless you was in a place that was filled with him and then you drank it in You tie in Acts 1 and 2 with 1 Corinthians 12 The entire verse And these are some thoughts on baptism Our Father thank you For the great ministry That you've blessed Brother Cofield with Thank you for his children Bless his grandchildren Bless the mission trip tomorrow As they go down Give him traveling mercies Watch over him Bless the services today Lord may this 41st year God may it have the power of God another generation 40 would have been the completion of a generation and so this 41st is another generation coming on so God send revival to another generation send salvation to another generation let Whitfield Baptist church go strong for another generation Lord bless Bless the dear flock of God that you've raised up right here. All the years of obeying the Great Commission and knocking on the doors and running the buses and telling the sinners in Whitfield County about Jesus. I know you'll honor it and bless it. We thank you for it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.